Hi, everyone, and welcome to Terror Shrink podcast, hosted by me, Natalia, a psychologist who happens to love, I wanted to say adore, love and adores tarot and oracle cards as an amazing, phenomenal tool for self-development and self-growth. So welcome to the podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I am realizing that this one is going to be released on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving for those who especially celebrate Thanksgiving. I really want to dive in and explore the challenge so many women especially or anybody that female identified experience with valuing ourselves and experiencing a feeling of self-worth and this is an interesting discussion because I would have never said I struggle with self-value. And I never thought that I did. Until about, I would say, ooh, maybe 10 years ago, I have noticed a pattern of behavior that got me to pause and to self-reflect. And it was related to my marriage. I have been married for going on 18 years to David, my amazing, wonderful husband, who I adore equally as much as I adore tarot. <laughs> And one of the things I've noticed is how, when it came to money and particularly spending money on loved ones, how I was more eager to spend money on others versus on myself. And just to be clear, there is a difference between being a generous and kind person, which I consider myself to be, versus holding on and blocking that generosity and kindness when it comes to oneself. And it's so subtle that for a long time, it went very unnoticed for me. I remember when, and David loves accumulating hiking and mountain climbing gear, probably as much as I love accumulating pterodactyls. <laughs> And there was a particular 
oh gosh, I don't even know what you call it, particular tool he needed that he mentioned he didn't really have money to splurge on. And I was eager to step in and to get it for him. And there's nothing wrong with being generous and kind toward people you love. In fact, that just out to make us all feel wonderful, to be able to give something to the person you care about, where they maybe not in a position right now to give it to themselves. But you know what? I noticed shortly after that experience, a pattern where I wanted something for myself because it made me feel good and happy. And I noticed clinging. <laughs> I'm clenching my fists right now as I say this. Clinging to my wallet when I thought about buying something for myself. I would literally pause and a lot of times not even continue with a purchase when it came to myself. And there was a time when I really, really, really wanted a coiled snake necklace from Blood Milk. And if you're into phenomenally gorgeous gauze slash Ooh, very alchemical jewelry. Check out Blood Milk. Just absolutely stunning. And I wanted this coiled snake necklace for so long. Honestly, as I say this, I cringe because the amount of money I spent on Teradax, I could have easily bought that necklace twice. <laughs> and by the way, what is the deal with being able to drop money on Teradax? And that's another podcast, but I think part of it is it's easier to drop 20, 30, 40, 50 dollars on a deck here and there because the amount may feel smaller than let's say a three or four hundred dollar necklace. <laughs> Anyhow, I noticed that there were other things I really wanted and really desired. And I noticed how I was again clinging to my wallet. Now, don't get me wrong. We're not talking about lavishly, unreasonably spending money when we got to pay our bills. And there are expenses to cover, such as your rent and your electricity and business expenses. We're talking about having being able to responsibly cover all of those expenses and you have some money left that you know you can splurge 
and you're still not splurging it on yourself, then deep down, you really want to. And yet, when it comes splurging it on others, let's say your husband, in my case, you go for it. This is the pattern I'm talking about. And it took me a while to realize that the reason why I had such a difficult time splurging on myself when I genuinely financially could was because I was undervaluing myself. There was a hidden unconscious part of me that felt I'm not worth it. I am not worthy. And it's fascinating phenomenon. And I would be curious to know how many of you who are listening, who are naturally generous givers. Just tend to give and give and give and give, whether it is buying things for others or giving things to others or making things for others. It even could be making breakfast for someone every single day. Remember, giving comes in so many different forms. So have you ever noticed how those of us who are naturally generous givers tend to have no issue whatsoever giving, but we have such a challenging time taken. And taken especially when others give to us. And most importantly, have you noticed how difficult it is for you to take a gift you yourself are giving to yourself? Why is that? Why was I so eager and comfortable buying a hiking tent for David or gifting a tarot deck I was not using to a friend? And why did I struggle so much giving myself things I so badly desired? Well, Chances are, if you feel this way, most likely underneath all of this, there is a part that struggles with self-value. And I know this because that's what I discovered within myself. And it was challenging. I got to be honest with you. You have no idea, guys, how challenging it was to start valuing myself. I think the first time I bought something I wanted, and again, we're not talking about buying things we need, right? Because our mind can justify, well, I need a new blouse for work versus do I really need an, 
a snake-coiled necklace? Is that a need or a want? And when it comes to wants, things we just desire because they're beautiful or because they make us feel yummy and delicious and gorgeous. A lot of us struggle with that. So I remember when I first purchased a want for myself, how uncomfortable I felt. I felt guilty for spending money, even though this was money that I could splurge on this item. I felt as if the purchase was unjustified. <laughs> I felt all sorts of things. But as time went on, and I allowed to bring into my life in the moments when I could financially, a little bit more of things I truly wanted and not necessarily needed. I notice a shift within myself. I noticed that I started to feel almost a different sense of self-worth. Because there's parts of us that always feel worthy. Because there's so many different inner selves. There's a part of me that feels intellectually, intellectually very fulfilled and carries a big sense of self-worth. There's part of me that has a big sense of self-worth when it comes to relationships and how I show up for my friends and people I love. And, you know, there is a part of me that is in relationship to self-worth, to body image, that still needs some work, I'll be honest. And this part in relationship to think I wanted and desired that needed quite a bit of work. So I noticed that as I started giving myself more, I started to feel differently about myself. And it's not that my generosity and kindness towards others went away. It did not. It pretty much remained the same. I'm still a generous giver. But I also noticed that especially when people are giving to me, especially when people are giving to me, I'm more receptive. And it feels wonderful to take. And it feels especially amazing to take when I'm able to give something to myself. And I wonder how many of you are holding back on giving something to yourself. And I really challenge you to look around your life and 
ask yourself, is there something you've been wanting for a long time? And you've been holding back on giving it to yourself. And again, we're not, we're not talking about spending money that we don't have. Because it's really important, I think, in today's world where so much comes into sphere of our desire, in the very least on social media, I'm constantly bombarded by specifically curated ads based on my personal posts. So it is tempting. We're always tempted by things. And we do have to exercise a level of discernment and a level of boundary when it comes to our money spendings. But if there is something that you can actually give to yourself financially and you've been wanting it for a long time, I challenge you to reevaluate why you struggle to give it to yourself. And especially I challenge you to take a look at your relationship to tarot and oracle cards. Why is it that we're so eager to get another deck in our collection versus say that necklace, I want it. Is it because we're justifying the tarot purchase as a necessary tool versus necklace being unnecessary want? Or is it really going down deep into our struggle? Is this part of ourselves that struggles with sense of value? Let me know what your thoughts are. Do you struggle with this? I am a constant work in progress. I'm constantly, constantly working on myself. And I can't say that I'm perfectly there yet. And I don't think I'll ever will. But I have been getting better at being generous to myself when I can. And it has been feeling wonderful to, on some occasions, to pick myself versus picking David or friends or family. And nothing wrong with picking friends and family and loved ones. But it is so wonderful to have a balance of also being able to pick yourself. So let me know what your thoughts are. And if you haven't had a chance, do check out my Dr. Z. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> what happens when you do two podcasts? <laughs> you get them intertwined. Tarot Shrink podcast. But if you are an adult who also 
struggles with gender dysphoria, then Dr. Z PhD podcast will definitely be a great podcast for you. And if you haven't had a chance, do stop by Terror Shrink Instagram and say hi. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. And if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. And I will talk to you all next time. Goodbye.